Welcome to the Shiesty Show. I'm your host, Matt, here with another episode. This is episode 18. We live direct. We in the booth. Um, you know, been out for a couple of days watching my Lakers, you know, take care of business. So that's kind of why I've been on my MIA for a second. But we're only two days late, so it's it's better late than never, right? Um, but, yeah, man, we're here. Let's get right into it. Let's get into the Lake Show of 3-2. Uh, first thing I want to do want to talk about though is my boy Looney Walker. Man, he had a game in Game Four. He's out there jucking, jiving, doing his thing, moving, grooving. Everybody knows how it goes. He was just you know wet. Um, he had a lot of composure for a guy in such a big moment. Uh, Lakers lose that game, they lose this series, and that's honestly how I feel about that. Um. LeBron was gas, you know, man's almost 40 years old, you still still carrying it strong, but, you know, he's gassed, and, and AD is too inconsistent at times and does take over games, but then disappears in games as well. Um, seen him very off to the side, not, not going for the rebounds. Is he gassed as well? Um, we got to see, man, but I really think, that if the Lakers are really going to make some noise and, and get to the championship, it's going to ride on the shoulders of Anthony Davis. Uh, it's just how it's going to go. He's going to be the franchise. It's his time now. LeBron is slowly fading to the back. Well, that was that was the plan when AD got to the Lakers was eventually to hand over the team to the big man. So it's going to go as the, the Laker train is going to go as far as Anthony Davis can take him. Um, I think he can do it. He needs to play and perform on a more consistent basis. Not saying he's not performing. He's had big games, but it's too much good game, bad game, good game, bad game, bad game, good game. Uh, the inconsistency, inconsistency is starting to show because the playoff time and, and the intensity level goes up, you know, way more in the playoffs. So, we just we just need Anthony Davis to really carry us because he's going to be the main factor to this. And, and congrats to Looney Walker for having such a big game. But then again, we had the game last night where the Lakers lose, um, you know, kind of lose in a big spoil fashion. And, and this is a team we do not. This is the defending champions with two of the best shooters ever to touch a basketball on the same team. Still in – Still in the end or getting to the end of the prime. So they're not done yet. This is not a team you want to get hot. This is not a team you want to start to catch rhythm at toward the end of this series and really light you up in game seven. So this next game, like I've been saying, is going to fall a lot on Anthony Davis' shoulders. And let's just hope those big shoulders can hold the weight and uh, get the Lakers to the promised land because there's nothing more in L.A. that they would like to see than the Lakers get back there. Um, and as we talk about it now, is this the Warriors' last run for this dynasty? The age is starting to show. Steph looking gassed as well. You got to think this man's, you know, mid, mid-30s, late-30s. These guys are getting up there in age. Uh, so, Draymond as well. Um, so, is this the last run? I think they probably got a, two more in them. But it, it's definitely nearing the end for that dynasty over there and Steve Kerr not making the right moves. Um, just keeping the ball in Steph and Clay's hands and you got to get more production from other people. Um, in my personal opinion of what was going on there, but 
this is this is definitely to answer the question this is definitely uh toward the end of that dynasty man and uh it's it's been the dynasty since i was fresh out of high school i, I graduated 2012 warriors start getting good around 2014 15 so you know they've they've dominated for almost 10 years man and um they're getting up there but I do think this is the the last run for for the Warriors. I honestly do. Um, another great team that's coming out and it's the future and is not on their way out definitely is the Denver Nuggets. Man, they're um, they got they got the size, the length, and uh, they're playing with a lot of heart like they wanted. Man, and I think it comes from that Denver never having a championship. Uh, it, we can be the ones to do that mentality for them and. Uh, they're over the Suns right now, which a team I'm pretty sure everyone thought would be having a walk, uh, cakewalk to the finals, uh, having KD, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. And uh, now I just recently got news that their starting center is out as well. Uh, he, he hasn't been doing much this series anyway. But, you know, um, it's it's uh, this is also the last run for Chris Paul, I feel like. If Chris Paul doesn't get this championship um, in this year or next year, it's it's pretty much it's it's over for him. I think him getting up there, same age as LeBron. Um, so so we got to see, man, because right now it's not looking good. Uh, like I said tonight, the game's on. Starting center is out for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, so that's a big blow. It's a big blow there, and. Uh, he 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 does have the capability of ch to change the game, so not having that there is definitely a big blow for Phoenix. So we're gonna see how that goes. The Nuggets, like I'm saying, man, that's my favorite. I have them coming out the West. Uh, I hope it's them and the Nuggets. I mean, <laughs> them and the Nuggets, the Lakers and the Nuggets. I hope that's what our Western Conference Finals looks like. We still got a couple games here to go. So uh, we'll see what it is. But I think that will be a great matchup. I think the length of the Lakers match up perfect with the Nuggets. I don't really see any other team that has the size that the Nuggets have. They got Aaron Gordon, Jokic. Um, who else they got over there? They got, um, damn, they got Murray. But Murray's not the, the tallest guy. You know what I mean? But they definitely have length over there on that side of the ball. And, um they're gonna they're gonna dominate, especially when you got the MVP on your team and he's pushing around owners like it ain't no thing. You know it's how it's going. Ain't nothing but a chicken wang. Yeah, but the Nuggets gonna have to do it, do what it do, and I, I have them being the favorites to come out and and get this championship. Um, we'll take it over to the Eastern Conference Finals. We got the Knicks losing James Harden turning back the hand of time, cooking up, putting the chef on them boys. Um, I got a pair of his shoes because they so comfortable because he's just a fat man that likes to play ball like me. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. James Harden turning back the hand of time, uh, putting it on his shoulders while his big boy, Embiid, uh, Embiid uh, is out. So let's let's see what, what he can do. And um, he's been tearing it up, man. So I think New York is out of it. Randall saying they wanted it more than us. I think he knows his team ain't got the heart. They ain't really want it. Um, it sucks for New York fans because they always get their hopes up. The Knicks, you know how it is, man. You know how it is with them Knicks fans. Uh, but you know what? Shout out to the Knicks making it. Like I said, basketball is just better when New York is in it. Um, whether you take it for me, I take it back to the days of Allen Houston and uh, 
you know, Sprewell when they were somewhat decent, like early 2000s. Um, so even when they had Stephon Marbury for a little bit, my boy Nate Rob. But New York, for the most part, hasn't really been in it. So seeing them in it definitely provides a boost to basketball. That's the biggest market in the world right there, you know, New York. So is what it is, though. New York, I'm pretty sure, is out of it. So it's going to be Philly and Boston. Like I said from the beginning of my podcast, I have Boston going to the finals. Uh, they got the experience. They got the youth. They got Tatum, one of the best ballers in the, in the game right now, learning a lot of his game and taking his hunger from Kobe. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be a great, great, uh, Eastern conference matchup. And and this would be the ideal situation. We get the Celtics and the Lakers rivalry back in the NBA finals, man. For me watching it, you know, 2010, when I was in 10th grade, damn, it seems like just yesterday, man. Sheesh. But anyways, back when I was in 10th grade, long time ago, uh, I got to see, you know, Kobe, Lamar. Pal Gasol, KG, Kendrick Perkins, Paul Pierce, the truth, Ray Allen, one of my favorite players to see those matchups. And even when Boston won in 2008 and completely blew the Lakers out in that game six over there in Boston. Um, and then, you know, you take it to the rivalry of the 80s and the 70s and, and therefore. But this is going to be a great matchup if we get that. You know, it's always the rivalry people want to see. Uh, hopefully we get it, and maybe this will be LeBron. Uh, if LeBron gets one more ring, man, I honestly think that he's accomplished enough to say, you know what, I'm walking away from the game. Unless he's waiting for his son. His son just got taken by UFC. That that was uh, big news as well today. Uh, Bronny James getting drafted or getting selected to go to USC and um, do his thing and play ball there. You know they wanted to stay in Cali. Everybody want to stay in Cali, right? But um, <clears throat> that'll be a great finals, and and that'll be something I like to see. But definitely, you know, Nuggets want that ring, and I know Boston does as well. So, you know, that might be a finals as well that we see. But uh, let's take it to some rap news now. Uh, you know what? I don't know what happened. I'm not really into the gossip. I'm not. This is not the shade room or anything like that. But you know, um, I heard from what I've heard in the rumors going on the internet is that Usher and Chris Brown got into an altercation at the Lovers and Friends concert in Vegas. And word is that Usher performed later that night and was looking a little beat down from witnesses there. But, you know, I don't really know too much about the, the conflict or the what, what was going on with these guys. Um, Big Usher fan, big Chris Brown fan. You know, I'm definitely going to say I'll listen to a lot more Usher than I do Chris Brown, but uh, not too sure what happened happened there. But I'm not I'm not on ball involved with the drama or the business. I just want to put it out there what's going on and the news and what I've heard today. And uh, there was another report I heard on the Breakfast Club today that P did I mean <laughs> P Diddy, but that Chris Brown also got into another altercation. This time with Tiana Taylor. I'm not sure what that was about as well. Um, you know, and, and with Chris Brown already having a bad reputation, it doesn't look good for him in the news and the way media reports these things from a young black man, um, you know, in the industry. So, but, you know, hope all regards, prayers up for all them involved and hopefully everyone's okay. Uh, love Usher to death, man. That's, that's my guy. So hopefully everything's good there. Next, we're going to jump right into it, man. We got some big news. It was stated today that P. Diddy, 
will be battling Jermaine Dupree in a versus battle. Um, they've been glamoring and calling for this one for like a couple years. Um, I know JD has, and I know P Diddy has basically said, uh, nobody's on my level except Dr. Dre, which I believe Dr. Dre will blow anybody out of the water. Cause you got to think he's got Eminem. He's got 50 cent. He's got Tupac. He's got ice cube. Uh, not just good rappers. These are some of the greatest rappers to ever touch a microphone. So I don't really see many people on Dr. Dre's level, but I think this is a great matchup. Now they say it's going to be a rap and R&B versus. When it comes to rap, you know the aces in the hole. The ace in the hole is to have Biggie with the raps. <clears throat> I don't really see anything JD has that can touch a Biggie verse. <clears throat> I'm not saying that JD doesn't have good records or, or great records. Um, that's just the ace in the hole, man. You ain't touching Biggie. You ain't touching Mace. You ain't touching... Uh, some of those great 90s legends from, from, from Craig Mack, Flavor in Your Ear. There's just some things that th the rap world, whether you're in the West Coast or East Coast, you know those songs. So um, I see P. Diddy winning the rap part portion of the battle. But when it comes to the R&B side, now that's a little bit more, I, if I had to say, I would edge it out more to J.D. Um, like I said, J.D., uh, the whole Usher album is basically based off J.D.'s life um confessions um you know he's had a lot of success mariah carey he's had a lot of success with with, with big name and, and great singers so when it comes to that r&b level i don't know if p diddy can hang in that in that ballpark in that area of the field so um i have it one one man i have p diddy win the rap portion of it and i got jd winning the r&b portion of it this is supposed to be held at madison square garden so, um, but overall, this is great, man. This is great for hip hop. Maybe now we can get the big, the big producers like, like uh Dre, like a uh, um Quincy Jones, you know. Maybe some of these iconic legends in the game will actually step in the versus ring and, and make it happen after seeing this battle. But I got it one one. Um, and I'm just gonna edge it out more to, I'm gonna edge it out more to P Diddy because I just I feel like some of the biggie shit is just. It's too crazy to try to match up against. So, <clears throat> but uh, some other news. We got Robert De Niro. I still think Casino is one of the greatest mob movies ever, man. Um, such a classic. Uh, Joe Pesci. What a, what a great movie. But Robert De Niro having his seventh kid at 79 years old. He's still shooting shots, shooting the club up. Um, <laughs> so, so uh congratulations to a man and uh one of my favorite actors still haven't got to see irishman but i've heard it's great gotta watch it um shout out to robert de niro man that's 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 a big feat right there 79 years old and still uh <laughs> moving moving kids man <laughs> anyways let's get on to this last part of it right here man let's get into it the canelo versus Ryder fight um didn't watch the fight. Wasn't really interested. Didn't really know who Ryder was, so I'm not going to pay my money to a guy I don't know or I never heard of. But I will say Ryder did put up a great fight, had heart, didn't give up like Ryan Garcia. Um, like I said, boxers, when you really want to win, you'll, you'll dig deep for something. And he knew, this was, he knew this was his greatest opportunity to do something, and he showed up, man. Uh, first five rounds was definitely controlled by Canelo. Canelo kept it with the combinations, counter punching like he always does. Um, 
But you know, toward the later rounds, he 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 got rocked and he got up, bloody and all, and and kept continuing to fight. A lot bigger than Canelo, more bulky than Canelo. Um, sometimes that works to your disadvantage for being the bigger guy like that. You're a little bit more slower. But um, he he did his thing, man. Um, was it was a pretty decent fight from what I've seen in the highlights. Um, he came out and said Canelo's past his prime. Do I believe Canelo's past his prime, or is it? The shoulder, the shoulder surgery he just had. Uh, I think it's a little more of the surgery, man. I don't. Thirty-two years old for Canelo. I don't think that's past your prime. But if he saw that in there, from maybe the speed is not the same. Um, was was <laughs> we'll have to see about that one because he's. This is what I see next. Canelo is gonna have to go. Because if he doesn't do this, then it's back to business and boxing is ruined by politics. But if Canelo is ready, and I feel he is, that was this fight to get his shoulder right. He's either going to fight Bivol, which I don't think, if if he's already slowing down, as Ryder would say, I don't think he should go up to 175. He should make that fight 168 for Bivol. And Bivol has already said he would come down. Why not? You're fighting Canelo. Probably make the most money you'll ever make in your life to fight him a second time. Um, so I see that fight. And if he doesn't take that fight, you know, who's waiting. The Mexican monster just dominated one of Canelo's previous opponents that Canelo actually had a tough time with in the beginning of the fight, kind of like Benavides did, but you know, that power wore him down and Benavides pulled out the victory and boy had belts. I didn't even know where he got these belts from. That's what I'm telling you about this boxing politics, man. Where these belts come from? The people are just getting belts left and right. But anyways, Benavides is definitely a good opponent. So those got to be the two opponents next for Canelo. Because if not, it's it's boxing politics back at its finest. And the fans deserve more than that. Uh, hopefully with this Tank and Ryan, them seeing the most pay-per-view buys and all the money that that generated, we will get better fights and the fans won't have to wait no longer till these fights are duds and these people are old and washed. We'll get those fights in the prime. Um, so I hope Canelo does that because if not, like I said, it's back to business as usual. But I think I think he's you know he he's got something to prove, especially with the loss to Bavo, uh, to his Mexican fans and all the people out there. You know, but this was another episode of the Shiesty Show. I'm your host, Matt. You know, this is just another episode we got. We're going to bring it every week, every Tuesday. Y'all stay tuned. It's been cool. And we out. Yo. Yo.